Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today's episode is dedicated to a friend of mine by the name of Tana from Canada. Tana reached out to me on Instagram and he was listening to the Sober's Dope podcast. Yesterday, May 12, 2019, Tana celebrated 10 years of sobriety. Tana, wherever you are, I want you to know you are an inspiration for me and many other people. You are younger than me, and you give me hope that I am on the right track. Thank you for being part of the Sober is Dope universe. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you for being awesome, man. I wish you the best, and thanks again. Keep rocking. Let's keep going. Sober is Dope. Tana, you are dope, too. Welcome to Sober is Dope. Sober is Dope is not affiliated with AA or any 12-step program. We support people's right to drink and have fun. We believe in a live and let live approach to sobriety. This show is intended to highlight the benefits of a sober life. We want to encourage healing and transformation. This show is for anyone that is struggling with alcohol, drugs, or addiction of any kind. I am Pop Buchanan. I am a recovering alcoholic. I am proud to share my story. Welcome to Sober is Dope. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast, episode 10, entitled The Joy of Recovery. Now, I'm very excited about this episode because it's a very simple but important episode because the name of this podcast is Sober is Dope and sobriety, you know, I talk a lot about being sober and sobriety, but the underlying theme of sobriety is truly recovery and recovery is a lifetime process. For me, I'm going to be recovering from the damaging effects of alcohol and healing for the rest of my life because it's because it's my life's goal to maintain my sobriety and I do that while in constant recovery and recovery is such a beautiful thing I mean recovery makes me a better human it makes me a better person it makes me accountable and it makes me very aware of my mind, body, and spirit connection. So it's very spiritual for me. Okay, um, I'm very. I, I try to keep a constant communication with God, and I try to pray, and I try to just be a better human being because I think spirituality is one thing, but using spirituality to actually be a better person in life is another. And my recovery also helps me to be very mindful of my mental health. And uh, my total health and my overall well-being. So I'm a very health-conscious person now because I want to take even better care of myself. I want to be healthier than I was before I even started drinking. And any damages that I incurred through alcoholism, I'm reversing every day while in recovery. Okay, and my mind, my mental health, you know, uh, my ability to learn more and to grow more has been very very profound so recovery for me is very important and when you acknowledge your recovery 
and you celebrate your sobriety, you move further and further away from the possibility of relapse. So there's many people out there who attempt sobriety and attempt recovery and they have they don't have success. They relapse. But I relapsed many times before I found the sweet spot of recovery. And sometimes we have to go through the back and forth and hit rock bottom to actually find a baseline for success. Um so I wanna I, I'm using some tools today from um, um, some some online friends that I have some addiction addiction networks. I'm gonna read some facts. I'm gonna read the definition. I'm gonna share different aspects of recovery for you guys. But I just wanted to you know give you guys from my heart some of the many benefits that recovery has brought to my life and how sobriety and recovery has changed and transformed me as a human being you know um yesterday was mother's day and you guys may have heard in episode one that while i was intoxication my relationship with my mother became very murky and very 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 compromised because I one day I got drunk and I got really belligerent and nasty and upset with my mother. And I don't even know why I was upset, because my mom has always been in my corner. She's always been my champion. She loves me. She always celebrates me. And I remember those days. I remember that day. I remember that fight. Um, And I was lost. I remember that's when addiction was really took its toll on my brain. And I drank too much and I visited my mother and I was trying to, you know, I was going to spend a couple of days with her. And just she said one thing and I just literally went off on this toxic tangent. And I I, I realized that I I hurt her. I hurt her feelings. And. She wasn't as young as she used to be. You know, my mom is um, much more mature and older now. But then, which would have been probably eight years ago or nine years ago, you know, my mom was, you know, she wasn't the same mother when I was in a teenager, you know. So I could tell that she didn't have the emotional will or strength to really deal with that. And I could, I, I, and, 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 you know, my mom was honest. She said, I love you, but I don't want you to come around no more. I don't want to see you no more. I, I'd rather you figure it out. And I remember calling my mother one day and said, mom, could I come home? I'm just hungry and stuff. And she said, son, I raised you better than this. And I know you and God knows you and God loves you. You're strong enough. You could get through this, but you have to figure it out. And I think that phone call was really one of the most pivotal phone calls for me because that's the first time in my life where I realized that I wasn't I couldn't just come home. Like the the that was the my home is the place where I'm the most I'm free. I go there, I go think, I go wonder, I could laugh, I could cry. That's the place where my father died right in front of me. That's the place where we had all our celebrations and our parties and all our beautiful memories. And I destroyed that in one day just because I was drunk. And it wasn't worth it. But my mom's strength and her ability to not enable me any further that helped me to start the process because that's the same exact year um i decided to that um eventually decided a couple of months after that i decided that you know what i have to i have to really really 
come to grips with my reality and that alcohol is extremely toxic and I love my mother and I don't want to lose anyone else in my life and I need to get myself together. So I say that to say is my recovery and sobriety in regards to Mother's Day brought my, you know, my relationship with my mother now was more beautiful than ever. My mom and I, we always laugh and cry. We, we always talk about that day. As soon as I mention that day, my mom starts crying because she's like, I love you. And I remember that phone call. And, you know, Joe, we was all hurting and we just knew you were strong. But every time we bring up those days, we both just start crying because spiritually, we're, we're, we're all humanity. We're all good. And when we get into a dark space, that's not really us, you know, and but my family's a really good set of people. I'm a really good guy. And we're all innocent and pure hearted. You know, we love God. We love family. We love being joyous. So, you know, when we think about the darkness and how close we was to that darkness, it makes us cry and it makes us sad and it makes us reflect. So I just want to say to you guys that I love you. And the one benefit that my recovery has gave me has given me is a renewed relationship and bond with my beautiful mother that I love dearly. And I have a renewed bond with my families and friends and recovery. It's a lifetime thing. So I'm going to be recovering and getting stronger and better every day as recovery is a reason to celebrate so today's a celebration this is a mother's day episode i dedicate this episode to my friend tana my beautiful mom and um and thank you guys for joining me for episode 10 recovery and the joy of recovery because i am more joyous today than ever and i love you guys so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to a short message and definition on recovery i'm gonna share some quotes on recovery with you guys and then we're gonna have a short message from our sponsor i love you let's go recovery rock sobers dope pop you can at episode 10 over and out Recovery, a return to a natural, normal state of health, mind, or strength. The action or process of regaining possession or control of something stolen or lost. Recovery, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration, SAMHSA, offers this definition. Recovery from alcohol and drug problems is a process of change through which an individual achieves abstinence and improved health, wellness, and quality of life. Expanding on this definition, SAMHSA articulates 12 guiding principles of recovery. 1. There are many pathways to recovery. 2. Recovery is self-directed and empowering. Three, recovery involves a personal recognition of the need for change and transformation. Four, recovery is holistic. Five, recovery has cultural dimensions. Six, recovery exists on a continuum of improved health and wellness. Seven, Recovery is supported by peers and allies. 8. 
Recovery emerges from hope and gratitude. Nine, recovery involves a process of healing and and self-redefinition. Ten, recovery involves addressing discrimination and transcending shame and stigma. Eleven, recovery involves rejoining and rebuilding a life in the community. Twelve, recovery is a reality. It can, will, and does happen. I want to thank the um, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration, which just gave us the amazing definition of sobriety being recovery from alcohol and drug problems as a process of change through which an individual achieves abstinence and improved health, wellness, and quality of life. Um, I just want to go through some of these principles, the guiding principles of recovery, and just talk briefly about how they affect me and and, mo- and, and others. Um, one, there are many pathways to recovery, absolutely. My pathway, which I spoke about, was absolutely making a conscious decision verbally, mentally, and spiritually, and then going to a detox center and then going to rehab and following through with the rehab process. In conjunction with my rehab process, I use AA for the first year as a crutch, and I had an interim sponsor and a support system. And I combine that with meditation, prayer, and spirituality, and reconnecting with my family and community. And that was my pathway to recovery. But I went very traditional, but at the same time, very non-traditional. I used many different approaches and techniques to help me to get to where I'm at today. And that's six years sober without any desire to drink. Um, Recovery is self-directed and empowering. Yes, it is. Um, You have to want to... Be in recovery. You have to have a need for recovery. You have to make that decision. No one can make that decision for you. You can't um, find recovery for your family and for your friends. They help. That helps. But you have to ultimately make that decision. It has to be self-directed. But it is empowering because you're at the helm. You're in control and you're taking back control of your life. Recovery involves a personal recognition of the need for change and transformation. Absolutely. You hear me use that term so much, transformation. Because it's just not that you're going to change. Change is kind of vague. Transformation means you're going to be a whole new person. You're going to be different than you than you were prior to your um, addiction. And you're going to be much different in your recovery. Um, it's an absolute transformation and a personal recognition for a need for change. Um, recovery is holistic guys ladies and gentlemen you always hear me talk about how i had a vital spiritual experience and i use very holistic practices Um, i'm thinking about getting into yoga now because coming from a meditation background and being a prayerful person i wanted to get more into physical activity and meditation and yoga is like meditation in motion um, and I'm thinking about that, but I'm, I, I like to combine my faith, my spirituality, prayer, meditation, mindfulness, all as um, tools to help me in my recovery. So recovery is extremely holistic for me, and I'm sure it's holistic for everyone else um, who's in recovery. Recovery has cultural dimensions. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, cultural, sobriety and hip hop. Um, you know, I just did a segment called Sobriety and Hip Hop, where I talk about um, how sobriety affect me culturally. Culturally, it affected my music, it affects my family, it affects my neighborhood, it affects my friends. So it definitely has many cultural dimensions. Um, recovery exists as a continuum of improved health and wellness. I'm all about health and wellness now. So. You know, you start off wanting to be sober and healthy, and then that led to quitting cigarettes, and then that led to um, looking at my sugar intake and my um, diet, and then I started making better dietary changes, then that led to me wanting to exercise and get in more physical shape, that led to meditation and Tai Chi, and now I'm interested in getting into yoga, so it's this whole evolution of change and um, health and wellness, and I'm just absolutely in awe of my recovery because it's making me into a better person than I ever thought I'd be, and I'm much more interested in health and wellness. So that's a very big benefit. Recovery is supported by peers and allies. Absolutely, I never had. I had one knuckle-headed friend who was negative about my recovery, but they were also an addiction, and they, and they was really nasty about it, they said I wasn't a real man, real men drink, and that was the only time I really got upset, no one else in my life, I mean, hundreds, I know thousands of people, excess of tens of thousands of people, and not one person ever came at me negatively in regards to my recovery, sobriety, or my decision to quit alcohol, um, so every, you're gonna, you're gonna be greeted with immense positivity. So don't worry about what you think your friends and family is going to think. It's usually going to always, 100% of the time, be a positive um, uh, a positive uh, uh, reaction to your sobriety. Um, recovery emerges from hope and gratitude. Absolutely. I had a hope in my mind, deep in my mind, I was, I hoped that I could live, I wanted, and, and I had gratitude for my life, so I didn't want to die, so it was tied to my, to me wanting to live, and um, having this bright future, and reconnecting back in my life, and getting back involved with life, and um, being very excited about creating different things, and being part of different things, so recovery is definitely, definitely tied to hope. Um, and I wouldn't, without hope, I couldn't dream. And without dreams, I wouldn't be able to develop a plan and, and see into the future. So I'm very thankful for that. And I have immense gratitude. Recovery involves a process of healing and self-redefinition. Healing. So, you know, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Monk Healing. And I devoted that page to everything healing related. You know, I read books about healing. I, I'm, I'm into podcasts. I'm into all the science journals. Anyone, anywhere. That's like my new addiction. It's all about healing and learning how to better myself, the mind, body, and spirit connection. Right? How to make my family and friends healthier. Learning everything I can about health. And um, redefining myself, you know. I'm no longer the person I used to be. I'm a whole brand new person, right? I change, I transform. Part of transformation is about self-redefinition. So I'm redefining my sobriety. I'm redefining my wholeness. I'm redefining my wellness. I'm, re I'm redefining the joy of my sobriety and the joy of my recovery. Recovery involves addressing discrimination and transcending shame and stigma. Absolutely. I mean, um... You know, 
when you have to look at your own darkness and your own sins, you tend to have more compassion and mercy on the world because, you know, discrimination could be race, it could be gender, it could be all type of things. You could be judging someone because they're an addict or because they have an affliction or because they're sick or because they're overweight or because they don't look like you want them to look. But sobriety makes you really re-examine that. And it it humbled me and it gave me a lot of humility. And, um... I ch- and I and and I let go of shame and the stigma. Of my, I'm 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 ex- I wear my sobriety as a badge. Obviously, sober's dope. I mean, look more. I want the whole world to be sober. I think it's too much emphasis on getting drunk and high and partying or turning up. You know, getting lit and all of that. It sounds cute until you sick, isn't you know? So I'm definitely into like just transcending shame and stigma, man. Sobriety's dope. Recovery involves rejoining, rebuilding a life in the community. Obviously, I have a big community on Instagram, a big, a huge community on Facebook, a huge community with my friends. Um, I involve everyone in my sobriety. I'm vocal about my sobriety and uh, health and wellness and overall health and wellness. So I definitely, um, recovery definitely involves rejoining and rebuilding a life and community. And finally, recovery is a reality. It can, will, and does happen. And recovery is my reality, guys. Um, I'm in recovery. I love it. I have no shame. And I'm just proud because I'm a better person every day. Every minute that I'm sober, I become better. I have a lifetime of um, transformation to look forward to. I don't know how I'm going to be when I'm 50 or when I'm 60. I know I'm going to be better. I know I'm going to be in a better place. And look, if by any chance something happened to me and I didn't make it and um, I died young, my goal is to die sober and it will all be one magical experience because that was my biggest commitment and promise to God. I want to leave this planet with my sober commitment. I want to die sober with my wits about me. And I want to be able to look God in the face and say, I did it and you helped me and I kept my promise. And I was an example to my family, friends, community and the younger generation and the next generation. So guys, I'm very excited today on this episode of the joy of recovery because recovery is a extremely beautiful thing and um i'm so excited to um share this um episode with you guys i'm gonna have in my next segment uh, a brief review of the joy of um, recovery followed by some quotes to inspire you guys and let's keep going and thank you for being part of this episode episode 10 of sober is dope the joy of recovery The Joy of Recovery Over 20 million people are in recovery from addiction in the United States. This is something to celebrate. When people give up alcohol and drugs, they already have something great to enjoy. Yet, the longer they stay sober, the more reasons they will have to feel even more better about life. Recovery opens up a world of opportunity and once people escape an addiction, they are sure to have some exceptional days ahead of them. At first, some may feel that their lives are over. I'll never have fun again. 
is a thought that crosses the mind of many newcomers as they take their first tentative steps in recovery. But how wrong they are. Having survived a near-fatal brush with alcohol or drugs, people in recovery often insist on enjoying life. Staying clean and sober is hard work, and many people have a lot of damage in their lives, to themselves, to family, to friends, and to the communities in which they live. But recovery offers a way to turn the pain into progress. Today, people are making substantial progress from from active addiction through treatment and recovery, and success rates can be compared with that of other chronic relapsing conditions, such as asthma, diabetes, and hypertension. And treatment for alcoholism and other drug dependencies helps beyond just eliminating alcohol and or drug use. More than half of the people assessed in a recent study reported that treatment had improved their overall health, helped them address their emotional or mental health problems, improved family relationships, and help them plan for the future. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and America's attitude about recovery are changing. According to a study released by SAMHSA, 80% of Americans have positive feelings about prevention and recovery from substance use disorders, believing that treatment works and that people can recover and live productive lives. This is progress worth celebrating. Quotes on addiction and recovery. I avoid looking forward or backward and try to keep looking upward. Charlotte Bronte. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Chinese proverb. Sometimes you can only find heaven by slowly backing away from hell. Carrie Fisher Believe you can and you're halfway there Theodore Roosevelt Nothing is impossible The word itself says I'm possible Audrey Hepburn People often say that motivation doesn't last Neither does bathing That's why we recommend it daily. Zig Ziglar What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Ralph Waldo Emerson Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. Robert Collier It's difficult to believe in yourself because the idea of self is an artificial construction. You are, in fact, part of a glorious oneness of the universe. Everything beautiful in the world is within you. Russell Brand When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Henry Ford 
If we are facing in the right direction, all we have to do is keep on walking. Zen Proverb Though no one can go back and make a brand new start, anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. Call Bard I hated every minute of training, but I said don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Muhammad Ali Wow, I am so excited. I have so much thanks and gratitude. I love you all. This podcast was extremely, extremely beautiful and a blessing for me. I was able to talk about my beautiful mother, some of my process with you guys, the importance of recovery. We was able to hear some beautiful quotes, huh? How about that Muhammad Ali, huh? Muhammad Ali Um, That last quote was awesome Uh, Rest in peace Muhammad Ali And um, shout out to all my ancestors Everyone who went before us To get us to this point Everyone who makes sacrifices for us To get us here Our parents Our our great grandparents And everyone that loves us You know Sometimes as an addict we, We In our darkest moments We felt unloved And forgotten And I want you guys to know if you're out there struggling, there are so many people who want to see you win. Um, And and there's a lot of love for you on this planet. You got to just be willing to accept it and feel worthy. Know that you're worthy of this love. Um, I I love you all. I want to end this podcast with some special thank yous. I want to send out a special thank you to God Almighty for never giving up on me, for providing me a creative miracle, for giving me more than nine lives because there was so many times where I felt like I could have died while intoxicated. I survived everything from razor blades, stab wounds to head trauma to, uh, I mean, almost overdosing, suicide watch. It was so much that God got me through. And I love God for that. So thank you, God. I want to extend a special thank you to Miss Mommy Buchanan. Mom, I love you so much. You put up with Dad. You put up with me, you know. And you're so gracious and so beautiful and so patient. And um, I couldn't imagine a life without you. You're my personal oracle, and I love you. I would like to extend a second thanks to my other beautiful mother, Miss Marie R. Thank you so much, Miss Marie. You know I love you, okay? And thank you for supporting me in every way. And thank you for being there throughout my whole journey. And thank you so much. I would like to thank Mr. Henry R., Thank you so much for your support and being there along my side. Special, special shout out to Mary and Brian. You guys was there for me through the thick of it all. I mean, shoot, you was the only people who would let me in. Well, a few, not the only people, but towards the end, you were there for me in every way. Um, You guys have unwavering mercy. You, You helped me get on my feet. You put me up. When things got hectic at the three-quarter house, you came and rescued me. You always was there at the hospitals. You guys are like 
and your angels, man. And I want you to know I'll never forget you guys. No matter how long I live, you are always the most one of the few most instrumental people in my recovery. And thank you for always loving me and never giving up on me. Um, I would like to extend some special thanks to my girlfriend, Jennifer R., you know, I love you and thank you so much for, you know, hanging in there with me and um, always loving me because I know you love me and I know we go through a lot. And um, I held on to your love when I in those dark moments when we were separated and I had to do that year. I was all you gave me something to look forward to. I always look forward to coming to see you and um, trying to track you down and keep up with you. Kept me young and alive. So I love you. Um, I would like to thank Narco Freedom. This was my recovery house. This is the place where I had my outpatient recovery. I'd like to thank all my counselors over there. I would like to thank also the New York State HRA administration. Um, I don't think enough credit goes to New York State. It's one of the most beautiful states. I'm so proud to be a New Yorker. If you're homeless and you're out there and you're a New Yorker and you're on drugs or in alcohol and you have nowhere to go, New York has the most excellent programs and systems to get you back on your feet. I literally walked into that detox hospital with nothing on me but one outfit and at the end of that year, my whole life was rehabilitated thanks to the New York State HRA administration. So thank you, guys. I would like to also thank Alcoholic Anonymous. Although this podcast is not directly related to Alcohol um, Anonymous and any 12-step program, um, I could not have gotten here without the tenants of AA and the education and the love and care of AA and NA and if anyone is struggling out there um, with alcohol abuse and alcohol addiction don't discredit Alcoholic Anonymous I mean they are really good at what they do and they can help you get on your feet that was the most pivotal year for me that year that I spent day in and day out of Alcoholic Anonymous set me on a path today where I feel like I'm really healed and um, I'm extremely thankful. I'd like to thank our special dedication guest, Tana from Canada. Tana, congratulations again on your 10 years, buddy. I can't wait to see you when you get to your 20th year. Um, I would like to thank um, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration, SAMHSA, because um, thank you for your literature. Um, it was read on this podcast and the information on this podcast was provided by SAMHSA and the National Council of Alco- on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence, Inc. Um, that's the NCA. DD, the National Council on Alcoholism and Drug Dependence Incorporated. Thank you guys. Um, the di- I will put the show notes for the joy of recovery, the definition of recovery, and um, I love you all. The joy of recovery is something that it was granted to us from God, the universe, the fact that we could take our life back and live freely and be happy again and start as if nothing ever happened and start brand new and start over with a new life and a new lease with forgiveness and renewed health and vitality and a sense of renewed urgency to live is just 
nothing short of a miracle. So if you're out there and you're struggling with addiction, I'm giving you another promise. Sober as Dope Community guarantees you that on the other side of sobriety and recovery is paradise. It's a new life where you can start over. You can f- be forgiven and you can come back from your figurative deathbed. Do not feel like your life is over. Do not give up on yourself. I love you. This is Pop Buchanan on episode 10 of the Sober as Dope podcast. God bless you all and have a good night.